All right, now that we're done with Cartagena, we are moving on to the last destination, like I said, with Sahib. We took a plane and we went to San Andres Island. San Andres Island is about an hour and a half uh, in the ocean, on the, in the Caribbean Sea, Atlantic side, from Cartagena, so off the mainland of Colombia. And it's just weird because it's so far away from Colombia. It's actually closer to Nicaragua and uh, and maybe Costa Rica, but it's it's far. It's far from Colombia and closer to other countries. Like and it's it's smack in the middle of the Caribbean, so it's probably closer to Jamaica and 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 other islands like that, country islands. So yeah, we got there. We were excited. We landed there, super tiny ass airport. Uh, we took a taxi. We got to our Airbnb and we rented a scooter the whole 10 days that we were there. I think it was 10 days total, if not just a week. But yeah, so, I mean, again, because Sahib and I have a fast-paced rhythm, we didn't slack. We started exploring pretty early on. We took that scooter and we, we did the whole island like in the first few days. It's easy. I mean, you could do the whole island in one day. It takes literally 30 minutes to go around the island. And... What you can do on this island, I mean, there is the centro, like the busy area with all the businesses and the restaurants and the hotels and the main beach. And then you can get away from the centro and basically you drive all around the coast and you'll hit like different kind of towns. Uh, it's hard to call them towns because it's one island at the end of the day. But yeah, they, they still have different names. Like we were in San Luis. San Luis is like 15 minutes away from downtown. It's, it's pretty far from downtown. Uh, like relative to the island and honestly it was the best thing we did like just staying in san luis we got the real island experience because people that go to san andres they stay in hotels in, in centro and like you don't really get to see nothing you don't get to experience the the real san andres caribbean culture you just get to see like a bunch of tourists and that's it but us we were staying in san luis and um and it's just like a vibe and I'll, I'll talk about the vibe later but we just went around the island we tried all the beaches there's a east side there's a west side there's a south and there's a north so sun would raise uh, rise on the east side where we were living in san luis we would see we could see the sunrise from our basically airbnb right out right outside of our airbnb and b and on the west side we'd go there for the sunset we'd go and there there's like a, a place where basically it's like a little place you pay like the five dollars you go in you can there's a diving board and a slide and just like you can swim the water is actually fresh on the west side and on the east side the water is hotter it's really weird but it's amazing so we'd prefer the west side when it comes to swimming and jumping and having fun and yeah we just spend all our time there towards the afternoon and on the morning we just like just explore and, and and do a bunch of shit what you can do on the island of san andres also is go to smaller islands around the, the big island uh, like um, Johnny K, there's like uh, Rocky Isle and Punto Aquario or, or something like that. Anyways, there's a few things you can check out with a boat. Uh, not crazy things, but probably worth checking out if you're bored. I know Sah Sahib did pretty much all of them. Oh, except, except Johnny K. He did two out of three. I did one out of three. Um, and that's it. And... What we did in in San Andres Island is also we went uh, scuba diving. Me and Sahib both have our licenses, so we enjoyed that, using it again after such a long time. We did it in Thailand last time, so it was cool. We had a lot of fun. He actually wanted to do it twice, but he, he couldn't at the end, but we did it once at least. 
Um, what else can I tell you about San Andres before getting to the like more interesting stuff? Um, the food, obviously it's an island, so I think the main food there is fish. And that's what I ate for literally every single day I was there. I ordered fish, a whole fish, every single time. And it cost me like, a whole fish cost about like 10 bucks maybe, $12 tops. So I would eat that every freaking day, at least one fish. Uh, we went out a few times. The nightlife is, is a little weird on San Andres. There is a, a main club, a big club there called Coco Loco, I think. And we didn't go in because every time we would go, it, it looked pretty dead from the outside. And now I'm not sure how it is on the inside, but we didn't even we didn't even go. What, what was fun though, or the nightlife summarized in San Andres is that people just chill outside at night they just go and buy beers and they just hang out on the street on their scooters and they just put music loud and they just vibe and that's what san andres is all about it's the i guess you know mainland colombia is lush but um san andres colombia or island colombia is is vibe that's the keyword and it's just like people Islanders are just so special and different, you know, they just live life on another l l rhythm, you know, they just do their own thing, and sometimes you just see them and they don't do nothing, like, all week, it looks like they don't do jack shit, but they just, like, they live their life, you know, they have their little businesses, most of them, and or they hustle, or they're taxis, or they're drivers of some sort, or whatever, or they go fishing, and that's it, like, that, that, that pretty much sums the Islanders' life. But it was so interesting to see. Now, let me explain my, I guess, the trajectory of, of how I felt about San Andreas. So the first two days, it was pure excitement because we were on an island. We wanted to go nice beaches. The beaches are beautiful. Uh, the color of the water is incredible. So it was all excitement and revolving around that. But after like three days, like you've seen the island. We've drove the island like a hundred times because we like driving that scooter. And we've seen everything there is to see. Like after three, four days, we we're like midweek. We were like, what the fuck do we do? Like we're bored at this stage. But this excitement transforms into boredom, but then transforms into another kind of excitement. It's an excitement that uh, aims towards the culture and the vibe. So yeah, we, we got to learn how the islanders live, how they party at night, how they just chill on the street. And even like during the day, you see them, they're just sitting outside their house and they're talking to each other. It felt like a huge, a big community because it's one island. You feel like everybody knows each other at the end of the day. And fun fact, I think there's like about 100,000 people living on that island. It's crazy. That's a lot of people. And I mean, it looks, I mean, you can go around the, the, the island in 30 minutes, but me and Sahib, we, we took the time to go inside the, to explore the inside roads and the, the higher regions of the island. And it is, I, it is quite intricate for a, for an island, you know, there's, there's quite a few like streets and towns inside, like mainland inside the, the island. So, and there's like a million churches for some reason, there's so many churches and I don't know, San Andreas is just a vibe again, like in San Luis at night, right next to our street, every night there would be like a huge gathering of like Caribbean people, like all black people. And there's like a cookout, like there's a barbecue and people putting music out loud and they're just vibing, they're talking. Some of them are dancing and just like, that, that's what island life is. Let's talk about the culture of the San, San, San Andres. So San Andres, again, part of Colombia. So they speak Spanish, but you feel like it's not their main language. Everybody speaks Spanish because it's the country that owns them kind of thing. But uh, funny enough, 
uh, San Andres was actually colonized or owned by the English people for quite a while uh, before it became a, a Colombian territory. So funny enough, a lot of people speak English like currently in the streets uh, more than Spanish. And 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 if you get to know people or or islanders, their last name is not like Perez Hernandez or uh, or like you know a Spanish sounding name. They're actually their last names are are White Stevenson um stuff like that you know like british last names like they're black people they're caribbean people but with english last names so it's like a, a weird mix and they speak spanish they speak english and of course they speak creole creole is the island language i guess you know there's haitian creole there's a bunch of creoles so they have their own like creole dialect mixed with spanish so it's quite interesting oh and um i think it's important to mention that even their music is different out in the island. Like on mainland Colombia, they listen to reggaeton, but on the island, they actually just listen to reggae and like Afro music. And it's amazing to hear that that difference in, I guess, musical culture within the same country, really. And yeah, so it was it was it was interesting to get to know all that or to learn all this towards the end of my trip uh, uh, in San Andres. I really I kind of fell in love with the place. I'm not sure if I would be able to live there. Probably not. But it's it's such a vibe. I highly recommend. And yeah, I guess we overstayed our stay there. We stayed like seven to ten days there. But maybe a long weekend again there is is plenty, is, is sufficient. But I highly recommend renting a scooter and getting away from the central and really exploring the island. That's where the beauty is. That's where the, the real island vibe is. You know, staying in central is too touristic. You want to go see those restaurants away from the central. You want to go see how people live out there. And it's just beautiful. It's more quiet and it's nice. So that's it. We played ball there. We had a lot of fun. They have like they, they take their basketball seriously on that island. They have a team and they play against other islands. I think they play against like uh, other cities of Colombia as well, but also other islands, probably against Jamaican team or Haitian team. But they're part of that, of that uh, league, I guess. Yeah, I think that sums it up. There's not much to say, but definitely a nice destination. I'm glad. Again, uh, that place, a little bit like Salento, I was a little skeptical to go because it's so, so out of mainland. It's so it's so far from like the the itinerary destinations. But I'm so glad Sahib convinced me to go. It was a vibe, and I really enjoyed it. Um, so that's it. That summarizes my. My stay in San Andres, our stay in San Andres. And this is where um, we separated ways, Sahib and I. He had to go back to Montreal, flying through Bogota. And me, I wasn't sure what to do. The reason Cali was my, my next destination is because I had met two people in Mexico that told me about Cali and they said it's a nice place. One of them was from Cali, a girl that I met in Playa del Carmen. And the other one was also someone I met in Playa del Carmen, uh, Stefan. And he's like, you should go to Cali. I spent a lot of long time there. So coming from a white person, a European white person, telling me a, a Colombian city is nice, I'm like, okay, I need to check it out. Or I, I was contemplating it after these two people tell, told me about Cali. But then when I was in Medellin, I met Diana. Even though it was for one day that I met her, she was from Cali. And she's like, oh, you should check out Cali. So I'm like, you know what? Now that's three people telling me to go to Cali. That's why after San Andres, I decided to, I mean, book a flight and go there. And here I am now. And maybe I can talk about Cali a little bit. I have a few minutes to talk about Cali. Cali is 
um, how do we say, I've only been here for a week and a half, but I think I have an opinion about this place. Uh, the first impression of Cali is awful. I'm going to be straight up. If you get here and you're like, oh shit, did I come to the right place or should I have come here in the first place? That's the vibe I got at first. I was like, um, I'm not sure if I'm going to stay too long. And then slowly but surely the city grows on you. Okay, and but it takes time. You really have to be patient with Cali, because because it definitely is charming. You know, I spent this weekend just exploring the streets, going out and about, and I was like, okay, I can see how this place can be called home for a lot of Colombians, and I can see how a guy like me and a foreigner or a guy like Stefan can really enjoy this place because it's such a charming area. Like, I'm I'm sorry, it's not charming at first sight, but when you start like really digging deep. It's very charming. And it's not just the street, but it's also the people. I feel like the people here have this special energy and they emanate it. The way they look at you, the way they smile at you, the way they approach you. Kalenians, Kalenios, Kalenias, they're just like, they're a good vibe. And I mean, Cali has uh, is self-proclaimed the salsa capital of Colombia or the world or Latin America. And For this reason, I took I started taking a dance a salsa classes. I did a whole week. It was pretty fun. So I guess that's worth mentioning. And, you know, I haven't really gone out and clubbed here yet, but maybe I'll do that next week or, or this weekend or I don't know. Also, Cali is also known to be quite dangerous uh, of a city, believe it or not. Uh, probably one of the most dangerous in Colombia. I'm not entirely sure why. I haven't watched Narcos, but people told me Cali is quite mentioned in that in narcos because of the cali cartel uh you know there's the medellin cartels there's the cali cartel and apparently the cali cartel was quite intense and even the the locals here tell me to be careful you know like don't be stupid don't walk with your phone out don't go in places you don't know but i mean those are our general tips that i i usually follow no matter where i go yeah so i don't know this the city definitely has something special i'm not sure if i can put my finger on it yet but i'm really enjoying it today i went i hiked something called cerro de las tres cruces or or the hike of the three crosses uh i really enjoyed it it was challenging and at the top there's like three crosses basically that basically gives you a viewpoint of the whole city it was beautiful beautiful viewpoint uh and then i spent the rest of the day just walking next to the river oh there's a river of cali that kind of splits the city uh in two and it's just like it's not a nice river i'm not gonna lie it's not like blue it's like brown color you know it's a normal river but around the river it's like uh it's peaceful there's parks and like nice things to see in downtown and nice people to say hi to so so yeah just a good vibe and you know there's wall art and i'm i'm staying in downtown san antonio like the centro historico like the historical center it's not big it's actually quite small and it's built on a hill with on top of the hill there's a church and you can go walk and spend the night there and there's like a huge like plaza there where families go to at night when it cools off and they just hang out with their families and there's entertainment and food and sweets and cali has its specific food so So, you know, it, it has a charm. That's what I'm trying to say, you know. Uh, and it's worth, I think, discovering. If you really want to get to know Colombia as a whole, I think it's worth checking out Cali. I feel like it's a, it's a big part of, of the Colombian identity. 
and also, uh, of course, I mentioned Diana. Diana is a huge blessing, uh, a huge blessing that I met her kind of randomly in Medellin and that she happens to live here. So I actually hung out with her quite a few times here in Cali. And, and basically, she's my guide. You know, she's showing me around, uh, showing me the, the cool spots spots that I wouldn't have found on my own. And that's the thing about Cali. Being in Cali is like being on a treasure hunt. You're basically, you're basically looking for secret hidden treasures all the time because Cali does a horrible job at selling itself. Like I said, the first impression is quite bad. It's not like a pretty city firsthand, but if you know the city like, like Diana, if you're local, you know the places, you know where to go, you know the nice bars, you know the nice restaurants, you know the nice clubs. So, And you can teach someone like me, a foreigner, to really discover these, these areas and, and fall in love with this place and see its charm. So, so yeah, I've, uh, she's been a blessing. You know, she's been showing me around. So God bless. Thank you. And I think that's it. Uh, yeah, they have their specific foods, like uh, like uh, the Colombian foods, but like specific to Cali. Probably worth checking out and trying. Now, if there's one more thing I can add to emphasize the vibe here in Cali, it's to talk about the the ambiance of the streets and the people again. You know, I've mentioned it a little bit at the beginning of this segment of the of this series, but I think it's worth talking about more. You know, I was walking in the streets of uh, of downtown Cali uh, on the weekend on a Saturday and you could see how the the city kind of evolves from from one hour to an, to the other. You know, during the day it's like it's busy, markets are open, and people are just doing business. You know, it's more like money focused, but still people are still like chill. You know, nobody. It doesn't feel like anybody's cl- on clockwork. You know, everybody's like smiling, and it, it it's just a. It feels like there's a lightweight vibe in the air. You know, and later on during the night, I guess, as as the hours go by during the day, the city kind of transforms into this like vibrant salsa hub. And, you know, the, the, the stores kind of close and then the bar starts to open and they open up in the street, not just like inside, but and then music gets blasted and people start gathering and people start dancing. So it's so it's such a cool like transformation and it's a cool vibe and obviously as i explained this is the self-proclaimed salsa capital so they take their salsa seriously there's entertainment on the streets and it's it's a definite definite good vibe people are walking like along the river at night it's just a good vibe good looking people here and there's one thing i really want to emphasize and I've also touched upon it uh, earlier in the episode, and that's how people look at you here. Like people just look at you like straight in the eyes, and it's a deep stare. They like look through you, and I think that's like it's something magical about this city, about Cali. Like, and I don't think I've ever experienced this anywhere else in Colombia. It's like, like it, and it doesn't matter who that person is. It could be a young person, it could be an old person, or someone in between. When they look at you, they, they kind of want to read read you. They just want to look through you. They want to know everything about you just with one stare. And I find this kind of like magical. It's happened to me like countless times here in, in Cali. Like whether it's an old lady or a, or a little girl or, or some person, my Uber driver. Like they, they have this passion. It feels like uh, this special energy within them. And they, they want to like share it through their eyes, through their stare. 
and uh, yeah it's honestly it's addicting it's like heroin it's like cocaine no pun intended uh, because i'm in colombia but it's like definitely addicting you want you want to experience this feeling more and more that's it that's the only thing i wanted to add but it's definitely uh, an enchanting way of looking at people and they have it here so that's it um i think i'll probably have more of an opinion at the end of my second week here in cali but i think that pretty much summarizes what i my my impressions about it and i don't think they'll change much I, I, uh, if 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 one thing i'm probably gonna f like the city even more towards the end so so that's that i think this is the end of this series i hope i was able to sell this country the best i could on this little lush series I've really enjoyed Colombia so far and I feel like I'm going to enjoy it even more in the future. Maybe, who knows, where life takes me. And I hope you all check it out. And if you ever do, don't hesitate to reach out. I can guide you a little bit, tell you where to spend more time, less time, what to do in each place that I have been. And that's it. Hope you're all having a great time and I'll catch you on the next one as usual. Take it easy. Peace.